0: The most innocent vacation can suddenly transmute itself from rock to shifting sand. This is our chance to make sure there won't be
1: another bomb. You would risk my husband's life for that.
2: In exchange for another day when a hundred thousand lives might be saved? Perhaps even a world? Yes, But only you can give us the time we need.
0: Our mystery drama, Hostage to Terror, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Ian Martin and stars Roberta Maxwell. I'll be back shortly with Act One. There's nothing more exciting than a foreign trip. But always butterflies flutter in the stomach in the anticipation of the unknown. For a week, a month, as long as you will be gone from the good old USA, you will be at a series of disadvantages. You don't speak the language, you don't know the customs, the money exchange, a thousand everyday things that at home are routine. But it's a nice excitement. Life is only going to be strange, not dangerous. At least that's the way Rick and Fran Warren felt as they packed early in the morning to leave Jordan for Israel. Can I zip up the bags, Fran?
1: I'll accept my cosmetic bag. do you do Oh, that reminds me. Hmm? Give me the passports, Rick, so I can have them in my personal bag.
2: I don't have them.
1: Well, didn't you get them from the hotel clerk last night? When you paid the bill.
2: Oh, well, he uh, need them for some kind of check on the visas for Israel.
1: What kind of check? Mr. Kowal from the tourist bureau already gave the visas to me at dinner last night. Why does the desk have to hold on to the passport? Search me. Yeah. You know what
2: happens everywhere we travel. Well, that's the big bags. Let's see what time is it. Half past five. 5.30 uh, a.m. Mm-hmm. Oh, brother. You know, since we... Since we started traveling, I've seen more sunrises than I ever expected to see in a lifetime.
1: <laughs> oh, I ever wanted to. Mm-hmm. Did you pack your sling bag?
2: Yeah.
1: What's in it? Oh, you
2: know, a sweater, travel folders, uh, books, a-, a bottle of wine your light sweater and some rolls and cheese that I pinched from breakfast for lunch. Uh, I did owe two oranges. Uh, the camera and jump.
1: You have the ponchos and the umbrellas?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot they're in there, too.
1: I guess we're all put together. Oh, we've got ten minutes, Grace. Want another cup of tea? Yes, yeah, there's enough left. I think. Oh, it's been wonderful, Rick. What do you mean, has been? We're only halfway through. I know. Funny, I was afraid after Egypt, it would all be a letdown. Those fantastic temples that have endured. a oh, fabulous civilization. Yeah, yeah,
2: how about here in Jordan, huh? Could there ever be anything more stunning than Petra? Uh,
1: hmm? A city carved out of sandstone in a lost valley? I have to catch my breath every time I remember yesterday. How could Israel possibly be as exciting and incredible as the last ten days? Well... Give it a chance,
2: love. 15 or 20 minutes, we'll be hopping into our little cheroot and crossing the Allenby Bridge to find out. Cheroot?
1: hmm Hmm. Sounds like an old-fashioned cigar.
2: No, no. It's just a share-the-ride taxi.
1: I hope we have some fun people to travel with.
2: Well, <laughs> it's a gamble.
1: <laughs> How long to Jerusalem?
2: Well, we ought to get there by lunch.
1: Ah, uh, that'll be the boy for the bag.
2: Yeah, we're, we're, we're all ready. Well, face it, honey, with all the discombobulations,
1: it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have it any other way. We're getting everything we asked for and more. Uh, be right there. Yeah,
3: the bags are all... off. Oh, oh. That is a gun in your belly, Mr. Warren. Any noise, it goes off. Oh. Who are you guys? We don't have time for introductions.
1: What is it, Rick? What's... Why, oh. she
3: values your head... Tell her to shut up. Don't say anything, Fran. Oh, what
1: are they? For pity's sakes, Fran.
3: Just call it. That would be very wise. <clears throat> Mustafa! <laughs> what? What? <clears throat> wait, wait a
1: minute. Let go of my husband.
3: Your husband asked you to be quiet, Mrs. Warren. Don't let me have to make sure of it. With this. Oh, uh, w- w- wait a minute. Wait a
2: minute. I, I don't want to wear this long Now, shirt. we
3: are you... short of time. Just get into my kaftan unless you want your wife to be hurt. Listen,
1: if you touch her, so help me. I'll do as he says, Rick.
3: Okay. <laughs> That's better.
1: What are you going to do with him?
3: As soon as Mr. Warren is suitably clothed in my kaftan and my headdress, my men will take him away. Listen, I'm not going to stand by for
0: you. You
3: will obey everything I say without <clears throat> question. Oh. Or you stand no chance of ever seeing each other again. <laughs> Listen, we're, we're, we're just tourists. What, what do you want with us? I want to borrow your identity for a few days, Mr. Warren. I want your wife to present me with a safe conduct into Israel. Now, if both of you behave, you will be back together again. If you don't, this is the last you will see of each other. Each one of you has held us hostage for the other's good behavior.
1: For how long?
3: Till I have finished my business and you have helped me escape Mrs. Warren. Uh, no, Rick. Wait a
1: minute,
3: you... You, I will not hesitate to kill. If you value your wife's life, Mr. Warren... Okay, okay, just take it easy. Take it easy, we'll, we'll go along with you. You have no choice. Hang in there, honey. We'll get, we'll get out of this some way. Rick, I... You want him to live?
1: Yes, yes.
3: Then do as you are told. Nami
1: tomorrow.
2: Aywa, aywa, insha,
1: insha, shak, please. What do you want me to do?
3: Very Rick. shortly the boy will be up for the bags. Then you and I will go down to the Sharoot. As Mr. and Mrs. Warren. We
1: can't leave without our passports, and...
3: I have the passports here. Yours, as it was. Your husband's slightly altered. Perhaps you'd uh, like to see.
1: You changed the photograph. But how could your photo have the seal? My
3: people have become adept at counterfeiting identity cards.
1: You mean... You're a Terrorist.
3: I prefer to call myself a patriot, madam.
1: But you speak like an American. In
3: 1948, my parents fled to America. I grew up in New York. Anna, <laughs> now, this is your husband's carry-on bag? Yes. Now, let's see. Sweater, that's okay. Several folders. Good camouflage. Now, you can do without the camera the food, keep the sweaters and the ponchos, and the umbrella is this room.
1: What are you going to do now?
3: Just transferring a few items from the bag I brought. My camera, flash, thermos bottles.
1: What's in those?
3: (laughs) You might be happier not to know. Just some bottled water if you're asked any questions at the border. Let's see. Tight fit. Well, we can't forget the umbrella.
1: What are you doing with our stuff that you took out?
3: Packing it in my bag and leaving it here.
1: But if it's found in the room... It
3: won't be. The same room clerk who assisted me in having the passport adjusted will get rid of it. (gasps) Oh, oh, look at that. Imagine that it's the desk to tell us that our cheroot is here. Oh. Are we all set? Fran?
1: I guess I... What
3: was your name again? Oh, we'll have to do better than that. It's Rick. From now on until I let you go, that's not only my name, it's who I am, your husband. Now you'd better convince everyone of that or you'll never see him again. You understand, Fran? Yes. Yes, who?
1: Yes. Rick. <laughs>
3: That's better. Now We better not keep them waiting. It's time for our little adventure to begin.
1: What are we waiting for now?
3: Our last passenger. That'll fill up the car.
1: What's taking so long?
3: (laughs) He has about six bags. I don't envy him getting through Israeli customs and security...
1: What happens if we don't clear? There
3: is no reason we should not. If you keep your head. Now remember, if you betray me, you betray your husband as well. I'll do anything
1: you say if you keep him safe. But if you
3: have my word.
1: And what's it worth?
3: That is a judgment you will have to make for yourself. Now careful. Our last passenger is coming. Remember, he is an Englishman, so you and I must be careful to keep up the pretense of who we are supposed to
2: be. <laughs> I say, I'm terribly sorry to have kept all of you
3: waiting. Or <laughs> uh, don't any of you speak English? Oh, well, my wife and I do. Uh, why don't you climb in so we can be on our way? Oh, uh, capital, yeah. uh, If
2: I could shove in here alongside you. <laughs> there we are. Well, I hope I'm not crowding you The name's Roland, Teddy Roland Yes, well, that's good we're
3: off Oh, I beg your pardon, I didn't catch your name well, I didn't tell you, I'm Rick Warren and this is my wife, Fran.
1: How do you do?
3: Well, this is fine, we can
2: communicate
3: uh, How about the rest? Oh, uh, two Norwegians and three Arabs I don't believe any of them speak English. Oh, as yes. well, that is a pity. I'd like to have apologized to them, too.
2: <laughs> so, we're all headed for the Allenby Bridge, eh? Mm-hmm, that's our destination. Well, that is splendid. I uh, hear these Israeli chaps come down
3: a little hard at the border. Yeah, they're thorough. But they won't give you any trouble unless they, uh, suspect you're trying to put something over on them. Ah, that's the rest of the bags on the table. <laughs> yes,
2: where well, are you headed for, Mrs. Warren?
1: Uh, Jerusalem?
2: Ah, it's yes, a beautiful city. You'll love it. What happened to your husband?
1: My husband? Yes. Oh, uh, oh, he's, um, he's just trying to get one of the customs men or whatever they are to look at our bags. Do they search them very thoroughly? No,
2: I imagine this is only a uh, preliminary outside here.
1: Oh. Then what happened?
2: <laughs> well, I don't know exactly. Last time
0: I came to Israel, I flew into... Once through the first baggage check, the next gauntlet to run for anyone approaching Israel by the West Bank is passport examinations. Then, a very thorough personal security search. After passing this... Fran and her supposed husband are now waiting for the complete baggage search. As they wait for their baggage to arrive after the first examination, Fran is fighting for control. Pull yourself together, Mrs. Warren. I'm
1: I'm trying to. But I'm terrified of when they really search that baggage. Why? Heaven knows what you've hidden in our things. And if they're discovered, you... Oh, don't. That hurts. Then keep your voice down. Nothing is going to be discovered. get hold of yourself.
3: Do you want to destroy all of us?
2: Oh, yes, there you are, my friends. Well, haven't you got your baggage through? I know, not, not yet, Mr. Rollins. But... Ah, what a shame. Well, you shan't have any trouble once they get to you. Oh, hope you're right. Well, why should you, eh? Well, yes, I'll be off. If we should have a chance to get together in Jerusalem, I'll be at the King David.
3: Glad we got rid of that English boar. Rick, what is it?
1: That's our luggage at Section 3.
4: Come on. Is this your luggage? Uh, yes. May I see your passports, please? Uh, thank you. Open all your bags. Okay. Mr. and Mrs. Richard Warren. Yes. Americans?
3: Uh, U.S. citizens.
4: Welcome to Israel. Please empty this suitcase. Of course. What's the purpose of your visit here? Well, it's... Just to tourism. Do you have any plants, fruits, vegetation?
1: Just some oranges. I'm
4: afraid they will not be allowed to pass. If you want to, you can eat them here. Um, what are these? Oh, just thermos flasks. Containing what? (laughs) Unpolluted water. We will want to be careful about drinking local water in Jordan. You need have no worries in our country. Is there any chance that anyone could have had access to your baggage before this examination? I beg pardon? I mean, there is no chance that there could be anything here that you don't know about.
3: Oh, no, absolutely not.
4: Fran? Like what? I have your husband's camera. Uh, Stand by while I focus it at the ceiling.
5: Uh,
4: Nothing there. You have a tape machine, a flash, other electronic equipment. Are each of these your personal possessions and not something that could have been planted on you? Oh, no way.
1: Why do you ask?
4: All of these could be components of a bomb, which I'd have to defuse. It's always nice to be sure there's no danger of that. Enjoy yourself in Jerusalem.
1: I would never get here. You okay? As okay as I'll ever be until I get rid of you.
3: Well, you handled yourself very well at customs.
1: Now, will you let me go?
3: Of course not.
1: You used me to get across the border. Isn't that enough?
3: (laughs) Only the beginning, dear lady. Eventually, you must get me out of Israel.
1: And until then, I have to be your slave? Well,
3: let's not put the worst translation on it. Just my hostage.
1: How long do I have to remain that?
3: Till I do what I came here to do.
1: What is that?
3: I don't think you'd really want to know.
1: Oh, What are you doing? (laughs) You are a most
3: attractive woman. What a fortunate chance that feet threw us together.
1: Let me go!
3: Why fight it,
1: France? Oh, if, if you don't let me go, off will scream.
3: What would it accomplish? Supposing the whole hotel staff came running and brought the police, what would you tell them? I, I... <laughs> Expose me and I kill your husband. Uh,
1: what kind of man are you?
3: Someone you couldn't even dream of in your placid little American cocoon. Death means nothing to me if I have to face it. Always remember that.
1: You must be mad.
3: <laughs> well, since it seems there are to be no fringe benefits, I'd better get on with my contract.
1: What is your contract?
3: Ah, if I told you that would be violating the letter of it. As to how I'm to deliver my side of the bargain, you you might be interested to hear that.
1: I'm not interested in anything about you, Ahmed.
3: I wonder... I live dangerously. Sometimes that fever rubs off on women.
1: Not on me.
3: What's the difference? You're a captive audience. Let me show you. One. These innocent-looking thermos flasks. Have you ever heard of... uh, ...Jerryknights?
1: I... I don't know.
3: It's an enormously powerful plastic explosive... ...that can be molded like clay... Each of these thermos flasks is packed with it.
1: <gasps> they are bombs.
3: That's correct. Only waiting to be exploded. My camera, which I substituted for yours, is a timing device. And the flashlight? That is the detonator. Now, as I am talking, I have put them all together. It only remains to set the mechanism... And I can blow what I want to off the face of the earth.
1: What is it you want to blow off the face of the earth?
3: (laughs) Now, that would be telling, wouldn't it? Now, we have other things to talk about. What? I'm going out of the hotel to make a call. I can't risk making it from here. I can leave you alone or take you with me.
1: I don't want to be with you.
3: But can I trust you alone, huh? Huh? If you make one single move against me, your
1: husband is dead. You're not even a human being.
3: Even if I accept your appraisal, can I trust you for your husband's
1: sake? I'll mind my own business. What else can I do?
3: Nothing that I can see. But don't try anything. That way, there's only death for all of us, including the husband you say you love. Yes. Hello,
1: Mrs.
2: Warren.
1: Speaking? The fat brown who sort of squashed you in the cheroot, the taxi thing. Oh, yes, uh, Mr. Roland. Yes, 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 yes. I'm in the lobby.
2: I wonder if I could pop up for a moment and chat with
1: you. Oh, I'm afraid, Mr. Roland, that I. Your
2: husband just left the hotel. You are alone.
1: Yes, but I.
2: I know the man who left is not really your husband. Now, we must take advantage of his absence. Let me tell you my real name. It is Lev Rosen, Israeli
1: intelligence. <gasps> This, 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 there is nothing for us to talk about
2: If you are concerned for your husband's welfare You had better see me I mean your real husband
1: I'm coming up to your room Very well I'll let you in Who is it? Teddy Rollins. Just a moment
2: Come in. As well, we haven't much time. Now, there's a good deal to say. First of all, let me assure you, your husband is safe.
1: Oh, thank heaven. Are you sure?
2: My men are watching him around the clock.
1: But he's still a prisoner. <laughs> yes,
2: yes. Oh, I'm convinced we can free him at any time.
1: Well, then what are you waiting for?
2: There are always risks when one is dealing with fanatics, Mrs. Warren. We must make haste slowly.
1: Are you really an Israeli?
2: Yes, born and bred, uh, educated in England. Do you know why you have been kidnapped by Ahmed Suleiman, or whatever name you may know him by?
1: I don't know exactly. He has explosives he wanted to smuggle into Israel. What he intends to do with them? Oh, Mr. Roland, Rosen, whatever your name is, I don't care about any of this. I'm terrified, right down to my toes. I may be risking Rick's life.
2: Mrs. Warren. Yes? I urge you to believe that your only hope is me.
1: Then get me out of this. Get us out.
2: I intend to.
1: Why don't you have your policeman arrest this criminal who's holding me? And
2: and sign a warrant for your husband's execution.
1: You
5: said he was safe? Yes.
2: Yes, now, as of this moment... And it is conceivable that we could free your husband and arrest Ahmed Soleiman and confiscate his explosive device.
1: And why don't you?
2: Because Ahmed Soleiman is only a pawn in a larger game. He is a weapons expert, ingenious and inventive at creating crit- bombs. But he is small fry when it comes to where and how they are to be used. All our intelligence has to know is who wants this bomb and how it is to be used. In other words, who is the big fish? who is betraying our country?
1: That's what the bomb Ahmed smuggled in here is for. Yes. Why do I have to be involved?
2: Because my dear, you already are. because without you, we can't go beyond the arrest of another single terrorist. Now, we are a small nation, Mrs. Warren, just as yours was 200 years ago, with just as many patriots. But in every barrel, well, there is at least one rotten apple high in our government who puts himself and his interests before his land. All our intelligence reports lead to the belief that this explosive is to be delivered to him. Now, it is vital that we discover who and for what reason.
1: But if you stop it before it's delivered, there won't be a problem.
2: No security is foolproof. Another bomb can be found. This is our chance to make sure that there won't be a reason for another bomb.
1: And are you going to risk my husband's life for that?
2: Mrs. Warren, please, we are human beings too, but I wouldn't be here. Tell me to try to procure your husband's safe release, and I will do so. Only remember one thing. What? Whenever we try to free him, there is no guarantee of success. In this case, time is not of the essence. In exchange for another day, a hundred, a thousand lives might be saved. Now, only you can grant us the time we need. It's...
1: It's not fair to ask me.
2: It is a very unfair world. Particularly for those of us who were born on the wrong side of
1: it. You have no right to ask me to cross over.
2: No, no, no right at all. Only the hope that you believe with us in what is right.
1: What are you asking?
2: Live the lie a little longer. I promise you every precaution will be taken for your safety. And your husbands. Just give us a chance to nail our fifth columnist. The traitor. Will you work with us?
1: Oh, who could that be?
2: Oh, it is a signal from one of my men. Sir
0: Lemon is on his way up. I need your answer now, and I need it quickly. What is Fran's answer? What would yours be if you found yourself in this dilemma? If you had a husband, a wife, a loved one in jeopardy, would your first impulse be to save them at any cost? Or, in this terrible era, when the holding of hostages has dictated the policy of nations, could you live with yourself, knowing to save one life, you may have risked the death of many? I shall return shortly with Act 3. Lemma is a Greek word that means assumption, or a thing taken for granted. Add D-I to it, and you get the word dilemma, or a double lemma. A dilemma, therefore, is a two-edged sword... ...or a bull which will toss you no matter which horn you lay hold of. Thus the origin of the famous phrase, the horns of a dilemma. The predicament in which Fran Warren finds herself now. I need your answer, Mrs. Warren.
1: If I continue this charade, can you promise me I'm not putting Rick in any more danger?
2: Oh, I can do better than that. I can
1: protect you. I'm not in any danger.
2: Oh, my dear girl, you couldn't be it any more... But this man, Sir Layman, has no allegiances. The moment you are of no use, he will discard you. Now, make no mistake about that.
1: So, what's your protection?
2: It's uh, a little gift. A lipstick in a plain container. Now, keep it with you always. Inside is a homing device that keeps sending a signal so that my agents can follow you wherever you are.
1: Can't you have men do that? Well, of
2: course, but... You see, Jerusalem is a special and fabulous city. Inside its borders, old and new, are a thousand twisting streets where a man could bury himself as successfully as in the catacombs of ancient Rome. Oh, that's a second warning from my man. Solomon will be at the door in a moment. I must go. Wait, he's just getting off the elevator. What will we do? In my business, there's always an escape route. The balcony outside your window leads to a room I thoughtfully reserved next door. Can I count on you?
1: I'll do my best.
2: You can count on the same from me.
3: Fran? Yes? Why's the door locked?
1: You wanted me to be alone. Open it.
3: Well, you seem very nervous.
1: Is that so unreasonable?
3: I don't really care. Get your coat and handbag, we're leaving.
1: Where are we going?
3: It doesn't make any difference to you. Let's go.
1: Where are you taking me?
3: This is the old city of Jerusalem. He just entered it through the Damascus Gate. Now, this street we're on is called the Sukh Khan Etzit. Sukh means bazaar. As you see, there are many shops.
1: Please, I don't want to hear all this.
3: But you're going to. We have to talk about something.
1: I'd prefer not to talk to you at all.
3: That wouldn't do. We must look like what we're supposed to be. American tourists. I want nothing unusual to draw attention to us.
1: Where are we going?
3: I have an appointment that I must keep. The man I made the little present for that I have right here in this attache case.
1: The bomb?
3: Well, here we are at the Via Dolorosa. We're a little ahead of time. Perhaps we could just stroll up the hill to see...
1: Oh, my purse! What is it? That boy, that's my purse. Oh, stop it! Quiet,
3: Keep your voice down. I told you I don't want to attract attention. Oh,
1: but the boy is getting away. Oh, he's disappeared. You've got to catch him. It isn't to
3: me, Fran. There isn't a chance. There are hundreds of alleys, nuke shops where he can disappear like a ghost. Forget it. I
1: can't. Everything's in it. My money, my oh, passport. Oh,
3: no, it isn't. I have the passports. You didn't have much money. Just let it go.
1: But you don't understand. My purse, I'm...
2: I'm lost without it. What's the matter, Sherman? I
3: don't know, Zeb. They've changed direction very suddenly. Now, well, let me see. Well, here. You can see on the map. Mm-hmm. I traced them down the and then they started up the Via Dolorosa. All of a sudden, they need to turn back. It's down
2: the Via Dolorosa. They're moving awfully
3: fast. They'd have to be running.
2: Maybe not they. Maybe just she. Suppose she tried to escape from him.
3: Yeah. You could read that way.
2: That would knock everything galley west.
3: It could mean we'd lose him.
2: We don't have anyone tailing Suleiman. We had to call our men off once they entered the old city. He's a pretty cagey bird. We couldn't take any chance of him spotting a tail because we had to be sure he'd make the contact. Now I'm worried. I shouldn't have depended on a on an electronic device. Suppose she did cut and run. Why would she? I don't know, but if she did, then we've lost him. We've let that madman loose with a bomb. We've lost our chance to identify the traitor... ...and given him a free hand to blow anyone he wants to out of this world. Right at this moment, I am ready to cut my throat. Where are they now?
3: Still headed northeast. Toward the Arab quarter. Mm. Still running. Moving very fast. No, no. Hold it. What? They have stopped. No movement. They've gone to ground. Where? Here. Right near this Porford playground. But it doesn't signify. Who would he contact there? Are we heading for there? Yes,
2: yes. Herod's Gate is the nearest. What do you expect to find? I don't know. If nothing else, at least for that poor girl's sake, an opportunity to pick up that trail.
1: You know, I'm getting soaked.
3: Well, it's a welcome thing, Rain, in this part of the world.
1: Where are we?
3: South of the city in the Jewish border. Very near Hakatel Hamaharavi.
1: What's that?
3: That's the famous Western Wall, where the Jew brings his prayers to be answered. There is a secret meeting between a representative of Israel and Palestine. A rapprochement which hopes to sell the Palestinian cause of independence down the river. But it will not succeed. We have friends working within the Israeli government who will see to that once the bomb is in their hands. The bomb? It will be carried into the meeting in this diplomatic suitcase, timed to kill everyone but the man who brought it in. When everyone is destroyed, including your American representative, it will serve final notice on your country to stop interfering in our affairs.
1: You are mad, aren't you? You've got to be stopped.
3: By whom? There's no one can stop me now. You're sure it's here, Simon? Listen. Listen to the receiver getting stronger. We must be almost on top of it. The place is deserted. Unless he made contact already, Uh, I... Here it is. What? The woman's purse. Here, let me see it. Empty. Except for this. That is the bug I gave you in the lipstick. Yes. Yes, turn off your receiver.
2: I don't get this. Why was the handbag thrown away? You know, there is one possibility. What? The bag was
3: stolen. You know, it's an everyday occurrence here in the old city. Mm-hmm. This is just where the thief would run. The northeast, the Arab quarter. What a rotten break.
2: But there is one bright spot. If we're right, Suleiman doesn't suspect anything. He'll still go ahead
3: and make the contact. But how do we find him now? <laughs> Warn you, Don't attract any attention to us. Just act like a tourist.
1: What could you do if I called for help from all the soldiers around here? I'd shoot
3: you. Oh, yes, I carry a gun. Women are not so important here, as you can see.
1: What do you mean?
3: You see that barrier fence that splits the open area in front of the wall?
1: Yes. Why is it divided? Oh,
3: one side for men, one for women.
1: The one on the right, that's a quarter the size of the other. Is uh, that for the women, I gather? (laughs) That's right. Why is it divided at all?
3: Ah, to the Jews, this is a holy place, like a synagogue. Women are not permitted to worship with the men.
1: Would happen if a woman tried to walk in on the men's side?
3: Oh, there'd be a terrible fuss! Outraged rabbis, the attendants rushing after you, the little tin soldiers slinging their guns off their shoulders. Wait a minute! What is it? The moment I've been waiting for, my man. Where? The tall one the black homburg, just leaving the wall. Come along! Do it just as I say. What? You are going to be a decoy. Against the remote chance, we've been followed. When we get down near the gate, I'm going to give you the briefcase.
1: Wait the bomb? Don't
3: worry, it can't go off unless it's detonated.
1: But why do I have to take it?
3: Because you were going to exchange it for the briefcase you see the man carrying.
1: But how, how will he know that I...
3: He knows the bomb will be passed to him by a woman. You will identify yourself by saying, Shalom from Ahmed. And then he'll make the exchange. I won't do it. You will. You'll never see your husband again.
1: How can I trust you for that?
3: You cannot. But it's your only hope.
1: My only hope? Give me the briefcase.
3: Here. Meet him right by the gate. And remember, I have a gun.
2: You can't go through this gate. I have to see that gentleman. I'm sorry, the minister can't listen to you here.
5: I'm asking for sanctuary. He's still... Help! You must.
1: He's got to listen. I'm carrying a bomb. Police, security, bomb the man threat. With a gun. He's a terrorist. Arrest Police him or he'll And brave at all, Rick. It was just sheer panic.
2: Well, I still think you, you had a lot of guts, friend. No.
1: It was just reflex action. Once Ahmed had revealed all his plans to me, I knew we were dead. He never intended to let either of us get out alive, so I had nothing to lose. I never thought he'd dare risk shooting at me.
2: That's a good thing he did, Mrs. Warren. It's how the police caught him and got us back on the track again. You
1: know, I don't think
2: it was such a good thing that killer took a pot shot at my wife, Mr. Rowland, or Rosen, or whatever you are. Both, actually.
1: It doesn't matter anymore, Rick, darling. He missed.
2: Well, your husband has a perfect right to be angry, Mrs. Warren. We... Sorry, played a dangerous game with your lives, and not very well.
1: You handled the most important part of it all right. (laughs) You got Rick out of danger, and all in one piece.
2: Oh, well, the moment we got word the police had arrested Ahmed and you with him, I flashed the signal to our rescue team in Jordan. The guys there were wonderful, Fran. I, those terrorists who were holding me never knew what hit them. Before I could get my breath, they'd whisked me away by helicopter. <laughs> Back to you.
1: I can't believe we're together and safe. It's all like a bad dream.
2: My government feels it's our duty to try to blot out all the bad memories. We applaud your courage and your husband's. What can we do in return?
1: Well, I didn't like being separated from him, most of all. Rick and I always do everything together. Could you arrange it so we can see Jerusalem together?
2: I promise that you will, as our guests. Uh, There's only one request, Mrs. Warren.
1: What? What?
2: Now, if you should happen to find yourself in the old city, remember what we warn all tourists, be very careful of your handbag.
0: Anywhere you travel, the morning advice is, watch your handbag. Particularly the ladies, although today many men carry them also. This is no indictment of foreign travel. You are as vulnerable in our country as anywhere. There is only one big difference. In this country, losing papers is only a nuisance. In most of the other countries in the world,
5: it is a disaster. I shall return shortly. This is Ken Howard. If you're over 18 and already out of school, I have a personal question for you. Can you read as well as you would like to? I don't mean just traffic signs and sports programs. I'm talking about books, magazines, and newspapers, and the labels on medicine and food packages. If you don't read well enough to understand these, you can get help at your library. Many libraries offer assistance for people who didn't learn to read very well in school. If they don't have the programs themselves, librarians can often recommend a local tutor, self-help books, or even televised instruction that includes other subjects as well as reading. 25 million Americans have trouble reading, and some of them don't even realize it, or they're too embarrassed to ask for help. If you are one of them, don't waste your mind any longer. The libraries in your area are waiting to help you. You just walk right in and ask for books on any subject that interests you. Whether it's basketball, basket weaving, or the mystery of the Baskervilles, you name it, the library has it. They've got your number. Now you get theirs and give them a call. A public service message of the American Library Association.
0: Of course, all you just heard never happened. It never must. Every time we travel or take a plane, let us all resolve to accept the necessary security checks, no matter how inconvenient. And let us realize that they cannot completely resolve the situation. Until these checks are 100%... We are the ones who must bear the guilt. As long as terrorism exists, it must be fought by everyone, right down to you and me. Our cast included Roberta Maxwell, Earl Hammond, and Ian Martin. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. And now, a preview of our next tale
1: bathe
3: in the light of the moon.
0: Yolanda, you're not being rational.
3: Is it so wrong to enjoy the moon? Something's happening to you. I mean, last night, now this. I'm beginning to appreciate the moon. I insist that... No! Don't touch me. I feel wonderful.
1: So cool. So cool. I can feel the moonlight seeping into my skin. Through my body, it's incredible.
4: Dr. Lunestra is right. Moonlight is magical. The force is flowing,
3: flowing through my veins, vitalizing
1: purifying cleansing me, every cell, every atom of me, washed by the moonlight.
0: This is E.G. Marshall Have you any idea who's the world's largest producer of oxygen? You know, the stuff we all breathe. It isn't Saudi Arabia. No, the world's largest producer of oxygen is plant life. Green living things like bushes and trees make it possible for us to breathe. And when they catch fire, they can't make that precious oxygen. That's why we're asking you to please be careful with fire. The trees are helping to keep us alive. It only seems right to return the favor. A public service of this station, the Smoky Bear Program, and the Ad Council. I'm
3: sorry, I'm sorry. WWJ, people
4: serving people.
3: Approaching 12 midnight in Detroit, we're following these stories for you on News Radio 95. Detroit's efforts to sell bonds to city pension bonds is being complicated in the state capital.
0: Local PATCO members win a brief reprieve. Tom McIntyre details an update on the air controller's strike in our next report.
3: The marketing of air pollution. It could happen if the state says
2: okay. Dick Hafner, the story to follow.
3: The winning number in Monday's Michigan Daily Lottery Game, 901. That's 901. The FAA says Canadian air controllers continue their boycott of U.S. flights, but air travel will
5: continue along a southern route. That story next from CBS News at 12 midnight.